Do we have a deal, Mr. Reagan? You know, I know this steak doesn't exist. I know that when I put it in my mouth, the Matrix is telling my brain that it is juicy and delicious. After nine years, you know what I realize? <sighs> Ignorance is bliss. Then we have a deal. I don't want to remember nothing. Nothing. You understand? And I want to be rich. You know, someone important. Like an actor. Whatever you want, Mr. Reagan. Okay. You get my body back in a power plant. Reinsert me into the Matrix. I'll get you what you want. Access codes to the Zion mainframe. No, I told you I don't know them. I can get you the man who does. Morpheus. Ah. All my street niggas gonna pray to this one. Yo. We not connect unless we get paid Prison left me enraged, knife work, Wesley and Blaze They know I'm up, so they expect me to change I'm plugged on both sides, dope boy with executive game All my OGs encourage violence, that's why I turn for guidance My hood make your block look like the Virgin Islands This half a brick, I'ma serve with kindness With dope is color cut clarity And the same when you purchase diamonds this flow right here, I was the first to find it I sold work and grind it My bitch ran the phone before she earned designer This way of life, you can tell we perfected Unhealthy connections I treat a plug like a wealthy investor Uh-huh, jump in the whip, open the roof up They tell you anything except open the book up I thought different, I read the Bible and the Quran Want a vinyl cot, I sat behind on federal walls I made a promise to sign a letter to God But I broke it when I came home selling Mexican raw so don't look at me like I'm perfect Y'all worship these rap niggas Turned this shit to a circus My watch hitting Looking like I'm about to blow a circus Fans fly across seas To come and meet me in person I still got flaws A few relationships I got wrong I've been stabbed in the back I got scars Damn 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 It's like the game seen rigged These real facts and I used to trap where the fiends live How he rap about gats but don't actually squeeze his Okay I see, y'all believe these rappers if you want my nigga Let them convince you to do what they never done my nigga They just tryna sell records, it's all the front my nigga But principles come first when you wanna bust my nigga Killers with cold cases and no traces Heard you said you can fuck with gang, now that's a bold statement I'm like how, your flow basic, hoes low maintenance you got caught with the whole cake and you got probation When they freed us about the cuffs, we bought froze bracelets And got back to my fork on the side of the bowl scraping From a scramblers, dodge cameras like old gangsters and the gamblers Throw the dice across the cold pavement You not safe, this clip in my new Glock great Long enough to do a drive-by for two blocks straight I put money on your head from a shoebox bank And lead a murder unsolved like the Tupac case We was young, we was rugged, we I hung, we was bugging and rats get they stripes stripped and tongues in the oven when it comes to this hustling i got funds in abundance and i learn quick because a brick don't come with instructions
This shit recorded? Yo, yo. Yo. I want to be successful. Like, I, I really want to be successful. Like, I'm tired of, I'm tired of watching shit from the sidelines. Like, like all those videos of, um, like, resorts. Like, you ever be scrolling through social media and, like, you, you, you see them videos, like, people just, like, doing some extravagant, like, lavish type of activities. Like, in some, in some resort, they in a pool or something, the steam's coming off, you got the moonlight, you know. Something like that. Like, I, I really want to be, like, that that type of successful, you know. How, did, how but how, you know. I feel like that's, that's, that's a question a lot of people. That's what I've been asking myself. Um, you got to define what success means for you. You know, there's there's rules. So there's laws to, to everything, you know, everything. I feel like in this in this world, like, every single thing. So, um, you gotta also solve a problem. That that's another thing I'm love. You know, learning that in society there's spaces, there's opportunities, there's things. We're not, you know, we're not perfect. You know what I'm saying? There's there's a there's a void somewhere that you can fill. There's a space for you to fill. So you have to find that. Um, you know, the term "stand for nothing," uh, "fall for anything." You know, who are you? I, I ask myself this, like, constantly. I'm constantly trying to grow, constantly trying to reinvent who I am. You know, I can be, like, super ignorant. And there's, like, a time and a place for um, everything, you know? And this week, I feel like this week was crazy. I saw a lot of things that... I say every week. It's like now what? It, it's like every week the situation gets crazier. I feel like every week we're ticking closer towards like the doomsday clock. Like it's just closer to twelve, closer to midnight. I don't want to. I don't want to be. Yo, what? Something is like delayed. I bring this up because it like. That's this is what this is what I'm on. So y'all y'all tune into now what you know. It's episode nine. First of all, that's an achievement. A lot of podcasts don't. They they say I think seven episodes is where it is is where they fall off. So we had nine. <laughs> but um, um, there's there's this comedian that I used to look up to. Well, I still look up to him, but. He's not with us anymore, you know, RP, but his name was Patrice O'Neill. And this dude, you know, what drew me to him was kind of like was it was like more than like necessarily his his stand up. But a lot of times what like gets me with a comedian is their their uh perception, like their their take on things, like the way they're able to spin it. And like comedians are some of like my favorite people, like just like even the like the job of comedian, like I, I definitely want to do stand up uh, comedy one day, because like when I think about like a legend, like the legendary comics, it's it's what I feel like sets them apart is like how um, funny they are and like how they're able to th- take like things that are happening right now in society and kind of like make light of it and and teach things, teach things about our world, you know. Um, Patrice's takes, they were always, like, very honest, but, like, prophetic almost and hilarious. And, and there was just, like, a, a funny, like, insight and, and just realness uh, that's... It was almost, like, universal, you know, like, like boundary-breaking. It's just, like, charisma. It's, like, to draw you in. It, it gripped me, and I feel like I battle with that charisma, that force, and it's something that I... I'm able to like hone in on sometimes, so I, I I bring that up because it's just like a reoccurring theme in my life. So I'm kind of just calling attention to it. Um, the the description of this podcast, you know, it's a it's it's supposed to be like comedic takes um, in a dystopian you know a dystopian society, or you know, roughly. So um, I don't know why, but I just feel like we need content that's based in like fourth like fourth wall 
like breaking content like that's like what patrice would do a lot you know a lot of times in media in hollywood they'll be like their like characters of, of like who they are like it's almost like they themselves is an act and what would get me with patrice was like when he would go on like the radio or something that he would go on the opie and anthony show a lot and they would have like these these talks like you know they would they would kind of have like podcasts basically on the radio and they would just talk about like what was going on like every day like or not every day but he would be on there consistently and it was like like there was times where he would really like break the fourth wall and just everything and really try to like you know break that down for people like really no bullshit what's going on like fuck your feelings fuck all of that shit like this is this is just what it is that's just funny and he, he would be funny but sometimes it would be real shit and that's like we don't have that like who's that person who's breaking the fourth wall here where's where's deadpool you know i don't know I don't, I don't see. I feel like we have Chappelle, of course, but he's like, he, he's at that level. He's on like a peak, you know, once you get to like a certain level, I feel like, I feel like there's things that you're not going to see unless you're, you're like there with the people, if, you know what I'm saying? Like you have to be there experiencing it in real time to be able to relate, to have those takes. So it's like, once you get to a certain level of success, you're like, you're just not, you can't see. It sucks, but you just can't see, you know. And I bring this up uh, because that that's like a void. I'm trying to I'm trying to find my space, you know. Who am I? What what is this podcast? You know what I'm saying? I don't want it to just be like, like I want it to break the fourth wall, like like where we really just look at the space around us, like for real, like and. Because I just want to, like, take up a seat and just, like, plop it there and just look at the universe. And, like, y'all could come pull up a seat, too, and sit next to me. Um, we could just try to riff and just laugh at this shit. Or, like, try to gain some insight off this shit. Because I feel like there's lessons to learn in everything that I see. And I'm seeing a lot of crazy shit. Um, you know... It sucks. I feel like this is the energy that they don't like. Like and it, it creates voids. Like whenever we, we miss out on a certain entity or a certain force or a certain like viewpoint, it, it creates that voice if it gets removed, you know. If MLK is supposed to do some shit and he gets taken out and no one go comes up and picks up the baton of that energy, like what happens to that will? You know, that's like a thing in anime. A lot like a will of fire, like who who catches the will when that person's gone? Like, what's your legacy? So that that's the type of shit I'd be thinking about when I start thinking about success. Uh, when I start thinking about problems in society. When I start, you know, grappling with my own mortality. With, like, I'm not going to be here one day. Like, what what's, you know, if, if I have children, what's going to be their state? Like, real shit. They say the the you know they say all this shit. They say all this shit about the world. The polar ice caps are melting. The world, global climate change. Um, you know, everything. Terrorism, drones, AI taking over, singularity, fucking population control, Illuminati, spiritual warfare. There's so much shit. No polar bears. There's so much shit. The the bees are dying. So much shit. And people are just fucking happy because when they get home, you know, they have bread and their water turns on. And I'm just like, I'm sick. I'm sick of like, I'm sick of the, like, I'm tired of iPhones. I'm tired of the new iPhone. I'm, I never, I don't, I'm tired of that being like the choice when we live in the greatest era ever. In one of the greatest countries ever. Like, literally. And it's boring. Like, people forget that there's, like, psychological effects of, of voids. You know what I'm saying? When you're a child and you you don't have your mom and, their, and the father, 
it's people like that, that something happens there's psychological effects of that if you experience grief if you experience loss all these things there's psychological effects of all this stuff like it, it's crazy it's, when you take out certain perspectives of society excuse me you it it's it, it stagnates us from growing into a healthy society because there's certain conversations that need to be had with people with things there's certain conversations that people just need to be privy to just need to hear someone else have there's certain questions that maybe people aren't asking because they haven't heard someone else ask a lot of times i'd be thinking about stuff and i'd be like glad to hear that someone else is thinking like how i'm thinking like I be feeling crazy sometimes, like, are y'all not thinking about, like, is this not bothering you? Do you not feel, are you not uncomfortable? Like, I'm tired of having to just say I'm comfortable with what what's going on. You know what I'm saying? I got killed last week for this sweetie shit. But people will try, like, it's crazy. It's crazy. And I'll, I'll expound on that later, too, but it's like, I brought this up because like this is a dystopian society. If you don't know what a dystopian society is, there's five things um, to confirm if you live in a, a you know dystopia, and it'll be levels of government control, uh, environmental destruction, technological control, survival, and loss of individualism. Now, for a long time, I was kind of you know hopeful for the future. That was like my senior year in high school. Where I had like this, this, uh, this allure, or I guess like hopefulness, or like you know, I thought that things were getting better. You know, I, I feel like this is twenty twelve, twenty thirteen, by the way. So I, I feel like I experienced like a digital renaissance, kind of through music, through the SoundCloud boom. Now. A lot of people want to roast SoundCloud rappers, etc., for like, you know, marketing tactics. Like, hey, listen to my mixtape, blah, blah, blah. You know, you get on Twitter, your DMs are full of this dude. It's annoying. So when you see like SoundCloud.com, I feel like people are just automatically like turned off. Um, but like 2012, 2013, if you were like a creator or even just like listening, just vibing and. You went on SoundCloud, it was magical. That shit was amazing. I found so much music, it changed my life. Like, my friends were sending me shit. Like, just the entire, like, music journey, it made me, like, it made me pick up, like, getting into into making music. Like, um, I feel like it was one of the first places on the internet with, like, that were serious. Like, you could really, like, this is, like, really a serious thing. Like, a lot of... You may not know this, but a lot of, like, your favorite rappers get their sauce from a SoundCloud rapper. Like, a lot of the music industry now is, like, this shit started on SoundCloud, you know? Um, but digital renaissance, what do I mean by that? So, what's a renaissance? A renaissance is um, basically a renewed interest in a classical antiquity. A rise in a humanist philosophy, belief in self, human worth, individual dignity, radical changes in ideas about religion, politics, and science. So, in 2012, 2013, you know, I feel like everyone got big on astrology and, like, the vibes and, like, smoking weed and um, things like that. Psychedelics, DMT, trippy vibes, you know, that was that, like, era. That was definitely, like, a renaissance, I feel like, in time. So... You know, time is moving very quickly right now, and we're moving through phases of reality or, like, phases of human levels in society, like, pretty quickly. So, a lot of people, you may not notice the changes, but we live in a completely different world than we did 10 years ago, 5 years ago, 2 years ago. Um, so, you know that's crazy so if, if you're not aware of that you can get left behind so when i'm saying shit that like that's what i'm saying like there's literally been different eras that we've gone through in the past 10 years like multiple like five or six i would say so um why is why is this important so when we go back to you know 
when we look at the five ways of uh you know society being oh the world being um dystopian i would say that uh, government control you know that's an inevitable thing that was happening like you could see government control they're spying on us through your your they're spying us through your laptops your smart tvs etc environmental destruction we have bp oil spill um many many different things have happened then since you know that have caused a decline in the environment technological control this is something that's like spinning out of control you know clearly there's a a, a disparity between um uh, you know how quick technology grows and how quick we as humans are growing um survival so you know th there's there's world poverty and strife across the planet um loss of individualism uh, you know people are just going with the trends and you know that that was an increase but i feel like during the soundcloud uh boom people were 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 breaking out of that like for real like really like for the like one of the first times you know people are able to make any type of genre of music find an audience for that and build a platform or start start the process of building a platform to make money not from their job or from their art you know now we have things like nfts you know just look how crazy things have gone in the past 10 years but like soundcloud youtube the internet uh limewire all these things you know limewire was like clunky as fuck there was no way i feel like you were built like the fact that look what soldier boy had to do he had to flood the show with ringtones, all types of shit. So it was hard to get like a music career off, you know, pre pre YouTube SoundCloud era. Um, so now, you know, every once SoundCloud came out, it was crazy because you could just download a, a program through Pirate Bay, Reason, you know, Logic, um, Ableton you know any you know fruity loops anything and just start uploading shit and you could gain an audience through there and it was like everyone was on soundcloud trying to find shit because you don't want to buy music they were starting to like you couldn't like just um you know like on on your phone how you can't just download shit from the zip and like put it on your phone um so people don't have as much like access to music with them because we had Walkmans and stuff like that. But, you know, in the digital era, no one wants to walk around with a Walkman and a phone and a, all this stuff. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, streaming like SoundCloud was like an open, an open free, like streaming platform. Anyone could put it in there. They had the app on your phone. Um, you know, you could do it on your computer, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, so you could find a lot of crazy shit, and you know a lot of your a lot of a lot of big people start on SoundCloud. Lil Uzi started on SoundCloud, so that's 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 a that's individualism right there. That's like an explosion of individualism that is unprecedented, you know, due to the internet, due to due to technology, due to due to something like that. So that's that's very helpful for humanity, like. People will want to talk shit about, but creators can like you can really change the world. Like if there's five methods of of ways that would cause a, a a society to be dystopian, and one of them is loss of individualism. Don't you think it's so important to? It's like almost your job. Like if you want to try to change the world. The easiest way you could do is just be yourself. Just be yourself. That's it. You don't even have to spend any money or do anything. Just be you. I don't understand... I just don't understand this world. I really don't understand. We have all the tools and you you guys cannot let these algorithms just dictate everything. It's like hard, it's a process, but 
people are literally losing their individuality to the machine and we're really like we're at the final stages of this shit and it's like in 2021 now i don't know because music is not what it was before and this is what i'm talking about where i thought i well, this is where my hope came from is because i saw you know people really like I, even me personally and this is what's sad is like i can relate all this shit back to myself and that's how i know it's real because i i seen it from you know firsthand when soundcloud when i first got on soundcloud 2012 2013 first started making music it was all about the music and it was fun and that's why i was doing it because it was fun to just make music you know but then you do that for five years, you're 23, and you've just been making music for fun, not really thinking about it, you know. Meanwhile, like, there's a whole, like, industry, Spotify, all these big technological giants, all these big, you know, behemoth companies are now, you know, there's a war. There's a streaming war. There's a war for data. There's all this stuff, and you're just, like, innocently creating and then when you try to, you know, you go to make money or you real when you go and you have responsibilities, it's like you can't just spend all your time. Not everyone has the privilege to just spend all their time creating. Some people have to, you know, go to work. When people start getting deals and stuff off Spotify, off SoundCloud, off iTunes, off you know, off these websites, off Dapiff. Then everyone's like, oh shit, you can make money on this shit and you could just go on the website? I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna download. I could just go on Pirate Bay, download some shit. I'm gonna do that. So now the market is diluted and it's not about the art because there's so many people in there that now everyone's focusing on numbers and now SoundCloud is just full of creators and no artists and, and no listeners you know it everyone's just a everyone is just has their own commercial going on everyone literally has their own commercial just trying to and they're all shooting the same commercial this is because of capitalism and corporate interests invading art and hip-hop and I, I would mostly say hip-hop i mean honestly now what does that mean what do you mean capitalism and corporate interests are making people make shitty art well when there's a, a when you can make money from something and it becomes based on the amount of art you can make instead of how much or how good it is people are going to start prioritizing just putting stuff out just to put it out and then prioritizing the post release working the song instead of making it so then when you go on YouTube and there's a bunch of YouTube content on you know, how to promote this, how to do that, how to market this. Everyone is a PR expert now, not an artist. When you go to make money, everyone's just a, a commercial. Like, everything is just an advertisement. No one actually knows how to do anything. Everyone just sells the idea of doing that to someone else. That's all everything is now. You want to try to learn Forex? People advertise you to join a team. But then when you join the team, it's not even about learning how to trade on the market. It's about getting referrals to, you, you know what I'm saying? Get more people on your team to get them to be on Forex. But no one's actually trading. You're just building a team. Same thing with music. Everyone's DMing someone to check out their song just to get views, not to actually listen to the song, but just to click on it. And post it. You don't actually even care if they like the song or not. Because hate is a form of love to people. So they think that 
just because you're even looking at it, I don't even care if they like it or not. I just want them to listen. Even if they're saying they hate it, they're still looking at it. I'm still getting paid. So now it's instead of what is how can I get make the best song or make the best art? How can I get the most eyes on this? That's what they, how can I get the most attention? How do you get the most attention? By doing what the algorithm says to do, which is flood the market. The more you use the app, the more will prioritize you. If you want to be the highest, you got to keep using the app. So it's not about the, the more time you spend away. It, it's crazy. And that's what every market is. Every time you delve into any market of anything, you can't leave that market or else when you go back to it, you're at the bottom again. This is the gaming industry. This is music industry. This is any entertainment source where it's supposed to be about the art of it. It's about the actual, it's about the selling of it. It's not even about the product. It's about how well can we sell the product. The numbers. The data. Well, no one even knows what the data means. They just know that they need data and that bigger numbers is good. think about um that's that i think about the matrix a lot red pill blue pill which pill are y'all taking i don't know i don't know if i'm even taking a pill do you understand what i'm saying because it's like you could just walk away from this conversation and that's how i feel i feel like it's like because when you when you watch the matrix and you really get into it it's like they leave one one matrix to go into another one and morpheus you know there's the i at the you may have heard the steak scene at the at the beginning you know that that's what that is that's the that's the steak scene um so you know what what first of all what is the matrix um, the matrix was a movie that came out you know early 2009 basically about um, this guy Neo that lives in a simulation, and when upon taking you know the red pill, he realizes that he is in a simulation. Um, you know, I'm, I'm gonna look this up because I don't even want to botch it because it, it's it's really crazy and a lot of this shit, um, it just is between like the Matrix and just life. It's 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 appalling. It's it's hilarious. Um, so red pill and blue pill refer to the choice between the willingness to learn a potentially unsettling or life-changing truth by taking the red pill and remaining in contented ignorance with the blue pill. So what do you, what do you do? I don't know. I mean, I want to take the red pill. I would. I probably would take the red pill. But like, break. Let's break this down. Because what happens? They wake up, and what's going? Like, look at the reality. Is look at humanity. They're run by machines. It's run by machines. Still. Even when you take the red pill and leave, the situation is almost, it's even, it's, it's so bad. So there's this character, Cypher, who sells out um, humanity, basically. And he, he goes to Mr. Smith, the agent, 
and he sells them out and he he gives them, he gives them up basically and he's the one that basically like is the catalyst for everything but what you start to realize is you feel you've what you start to realize is even though he sold them out it was gonna happen regardless everything was it was according to plan if he didn't do that like in, in the further movies if he didn't do that neil would have never became the one so it's like sometimes on the path we take i said this before a man meets his destiny on the path he took to avoid it you know this this is important i feel like people aren't having they're not breaking the fourth wall And we need more people to just break the fourth wall because I get tired of looking around and seeing what I'm seeing. So let, let's go back to, let's go back to, uh, back, back to the matrix. So Cypher, you know, I'll explain his arc. So he, he's in love with Trinity and Trinity is a love interest of Neo. Neo and Trinity, Neo is the one and Trinity is his love interest. Now, it's so crazy how there's this character, the Oracle. She's a program in the Matrix. She's made by the Matrix. She's a program in the Matrix. So Neo goes to see her, and she sows the, the, the seed of thought in Neo's mind that Trinity likes him. By saying, oh, I can see why she likes you, blah, blah, blah. So then... You, you learn in the future that Trinity, she sold the, the idea of that sh that uh, Trinity would like Neo in Trinity's mind. By saying that she's going to fall in love, the one that she falls in love with will be the one. Now, Cypher, you learn that he... It doesn't say this, but you can basically presume that he also went to see the Oracle. And he, you know, there's a scene where he's like saying, I had a dream about you. But this is in the Matrix. So you learn that the Oracle can control dreams, basically. The program can control your dream. So the Oracle sowed the seed in his mind that he loved Trinity while knowing that Trinity would never love him back. You see how they, how the, how you just see that. You see the dichotomy. How everything is just according to the program. I pause because y'all not y'all y'all don't be put in two and two together I feel like common sense isn't so common you would you would swear to you know you would swear two plus two equals four right why do I why do I bring this up you know good good is good if it's good for me cypher thought he was selling Neo out he was helping him become the best version of him. And in the end, Cypher lost. But ignorance is bliss. You know? You have choices. You know, stand for something or fall for anything. You know, I, I've been thinking I need to separate myself. Why? Because I want to be successful. And like I said, with anything in life, there's rules. You can't be successful doing what everyone else is doing. So it's obvious I need to separate myself. How do I know I can't be successful doing what everyone else is doing? Why well, everyone isn't successful. So why would I want to be like everyone else? This goes back to this whole loss of individualism. I don't even understand why people want to be like other people. But it's okay, you know, everyone feels like they're different, but it's, you know, it has to be more. How can you prove that to yourself with something tangible? So that's why I'm, I'm here, you know, that's why I'm 
trying to make this podcast. That's why I'm trying to talk to people. That's why I'm trying to, you know, ways of awareness about what I feel like is important or what I'm I'm good to talk about in my. And what can I talk about? I feel like I could talk about hip hop. You know, I feel like I could talk. I I could digital forecast things. I feel like I have good taste. I feel like those things are important. Being able to know what's cool. Why? Because when you have people who don't know what they're talking about, it 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 dilutes things. Like we we need tastemakers. There there should be gatekeepers. You shouldn't be able to just walk into a place and run it. Or or dictate how things go if you have no credentials or backing. It's also important with you know to remember with great power comes great responsibility. You can't just be saying anything is cool if you don't. And people who don't have a vested interest in something, who aren't from things, who don't take pride in 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 a space, they usually don't respect the culture as much as someone that's for it. And me personally, you know, I get tired when I see things that come from hip hop or derived in hip hop. And when I see my culture being used for things that's not right, it, it, it's upsetting. Or when I see the people that I thought were the were, would be good people to give the keys to. And we give the keys to these people and then they let us down. That sucks when they sell out, when they take the red pill. You know, we ha- we have a lot of people, I feel like, that are ciphers that will sell out humanity after they said that they want the red pill. You asked for this. But goods only good if it's good for me I don't think Cypher tried to sell out humanity but he didn't fuck with Morpheus he didn't fuck with Neo his his own humanity got in the way So when I say who are you, who who are you? Are you Neo? Are you Morpheus? Red pill? You know, blue pill? Fuck all that. I'm I'm neither. I'm just Tristan. That's how I feel. I'm just me, you know. I don't know the right answer, but a lot of times I feel like it's important to, you know, ask the right questions. You know what I'm saying? It's 2021. And that's not the year that it is on Earth. That's how many years deep in Babylon we are. Y'all forget that. I don't know how long, you know, I have here or, you know what I'm saying, how long I'm going to be able to talk. Or have a have some you know people that will listen or I don't know if people listen or don't listen I don't know but I get uncomfortable when I see things and I feel like other people are uncomfortable too but they won't say that because no one else is saying they're uncomfortable or if they don't know you know things have purpose you shouldn't just be putting things out there for no reason. Me personally, I try to think about situations and, you know, how they would make me feel or, you know, how I would think of myself if I was observing this from the outside and I wasn't me. And sometimes I see stuff and I sit and I think back to the steak scene.
Spiritual warfare is outside. It's real shit. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Um, you know, so I this all comes back. I I seen something. I seen the Lil Nas X video, and that shit that shit made me uncomfortable. Like for real, like that. Like I don't watch a lot of music videos nowadays. I don't even like for real. I don't even be really checking the shit just because I see what it is already, and I already know what like that is. So I just don't even like check it. But Lil Nas X, you know, I I I didn't know if I was tripping or not. You know what I'm saying? But it's like you have to be able to use discernment. You know, a lot of people don't know what discernment even is. We gon' we gonna break that down first before we even get into Lil Nas X. What is discernment? The ability to judge well. Or in Christian context, the perception in the absence of judgment with a view to obtain spiritual guidance and understanding. What does it mean to have discernment? The quality of being able to grasp and comprehend what is obscure. Seeing, reading in between the lines. Discernment of spirits is a term used in Orthodox, Roman Catholic, and Charismatic Evangel evangelist Christian theology to indicate judging various spiritual agents for their moral influence. I'm not religious, but I am spiritual. And that video made my spirit uncomfortable. And it was like a, it was like a shock, like a, hey, whoa, whoa. Like, this is, like, it's, we are in Babylon, for real. There is spiritual warfare outside. You got to wake up, for real, don't, and, like, stop giving attention to certain things. That video got a lot of, it got millions and millions of views very quickly. I, I feel bad for the youth because I went back and I, you know, because I don't really pay attention to Lil Nas X for real. And that's like, that's why I was upset because who's paying attention to that? Kids. That's kids. We're not bumping that. Adults did not get that to 150 mil, whatever it's going to be at in two weeks or in a week. The 500 mil, the bill. That's going to hit crazy numbers. That video is crazy, yo. It's not, and it's not the, 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 the gay aspect of it that's crazy. It's the blasphemy that's crazy. You shouldn't be having sex with the devil like that. Just the picture it painted. Like, what are you trying to say? What's the purpose of this? Are you trying to promote... Like, you can't tell me that this is about you embracing your gayness. You could do that without having sex with the devil. I don't understand. Is this an attack on, are you trying to spit in Christian's face by saying, oh, you think I'm going to go to hell, so what? What? What is your point of saying that? Like, what are you, that's not, you're not going to convince people to say, hell yeah. If a straight woman had sex with the devil, that's still blasphemous. I still wouldn't be like, hell yeah to that. So in the video, this guy, 
he he's I I take it as he's in the Garden of Eden or something like that or in a garden in a forest and a, a snake comes up to him and he starts seeing the snake everywhere and it looks like the snake like hypnotizes him or something. And the snake, first of all, looks like some type of alien lizard snake. It looks like it was this video is like it's like a straight up like, yes, I'm in the Illuminati. That's the only vibe that I got from that shit. Or not, I don't even know if it's the Illuminati, but yes, I'm a Satanist. Or yes, I like all the stuff you think about it. Yes. That's crazy. And for someone like I wouldn't talk about this, but it's like the like the like you're just playing with kids only. I expect that from, you know, the globalist white people that don't care and say they're Satanists and throw up their hand signs. I don't expect it from, you know, black, you know, I'm saying black Lil Nas X that came out with Old Town Road for the kids. I don't know. I just, I don't understand the message that, I don't understand it. I just don't understand why we let these people, Billie Eilish, Lil Nas X, Khalid, all these artists, all these pop stars, I don't get why people champion them so hard. It's not fresh. It's not even... It's not even a good song. It's not good. It's not cool. It's not fresh. This is why we need gatekeepers because now y'all are just saying y'all won't say, y'all won't critique it because y'all are afraid. But it's just not dope. This ain't cool. You're pushing an agenda. You didn't you didn't come up with this treatment for the video. This shit isn't alright. This shit is like straight up blasphemous. Like it's literally blasphemy. So I'm gonna call it a spade a spade. You drop shoes with human satanic shoes. Like what's going on out here, yo? This is a crazy. America is a crazy. This is a crazy place out here, yo. Crazy world out there. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to kill this too. We almost have, what, this is out. we have 47 minutes, almost an hour, almost an hour in. I don't want to kill y'all with this shit, but it's like, man, we got to get this shit back on track, man. Onto a, a lighter note, you know what I'm saying? Speaking of old town. Slingshot ride malfunction leaves Florida teens suspended 30 to 40 feet in the air. More reaffirmations of why I will never get on these rides. Every year or so, every few months, the ride just breaks apart and people just go flying. Last year, I seen the the dueling dragon one just fall apart. The fam, the slingshot ride malfunction. Don't, don't, don't malfunction when I'm on this. Fox News article. This probably wasn't the ride. These authorities in Florida rescued two theme park goers after a slingshot ride broke down, leaving them suspended over thirty feet in the air. Fortunately, no one was reportedly injured. Fire, rescue, and EMS posted about their rescue on its Facebook page, where it confirmed that it worked with the city of Cassandra Department to rescue the teenagers. Uh, the ride is owned and operated by Old Town Slingshot and is part of the Old Town Theme Park in Kissimmee, Florida. 
One of the rides non-load bearing cables snapped while the teens were carriage. According to the local investigators, the ride has a safety feature that will not allow it to be lowered if that cable is not functioning. How, uh, looks like the ride reportedly passed its last inspection, which was carried out on March 19th. The company says daily inspections of its rides as well. Uh, the director of marketing and sales for Old Town Slingshot, John Stein, told Click Orlando the ride is designed with redundancy. So if something like this does happen, it's very unusual to begin with. But if it does, then we have a backup system and everything went fine. The only unfortunate situation is they were suspended on the ride for a few hours. They have better, hopefully they got a refund. Um, I'm never coming back though. Um, the ride has reportedly been closed for inspection along with three other slingshot rides in the state. So yeah, he just, this just ended slingshot rides forever. Like, for real. It's over. March 28th. So, this is like yesterday. That's that's crazy. I'm, I'm never getting on one of these. But. So, Florida man in motorized scooter exposes himself to shoppers at Walmart, police say. So... Friday, March 19th, this is my CBS4, Chiefland, Florida, an 80-year-old man has been arrested for flashing shoppers at Walmart while riding in a motorized scooter. That's not what these are for, sir. <laughs> sir, you can't do that. Several witnesses told police that 80-year-old Hoyt Neely had a hole in pants and exposed himself to shoppers. <laughs> Wait, he went out with the knickerbockers. That's crazy. Victims have reported similar behavior from a man matching Neely's description at the same Walmart in the past, but his identity was never confirmed. Neely was arrested and transported to the Levi County Jail. Own recog recognizance a few hours later. All right, so he just got out. That's crazy. Through the hole in the pants. That's wild. Um, this is this has been another episode of now. Well, I'm not even gonna keep y'all here too much longer. Um, we got a beach cleanup on Thursday, so if you live in the area and you want to come out to support, this is gonna be at 4:30 p.m. at Indy Atlantic Beach. Um, you could get at me on my social media if you want to get some more information about that. That's uh, three mink rugs. T H R E E M I N K rugs. R U G S at um and that's at uh that's at Twitter, that's at IG, uh Snapchat, um all that. Twitch, um yeah. Um uh, follow, you know, we got the GoFundMe set up for this. Um if you're gonna be out, if you wanna, you know, support, please. This is gonna be the first in a few events that I have planned, you know, Beautify Brevard, Coastal Cleanup. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to give back to the community. Um, you know, we got some new developments that are going to be opening up. There's a new hotel in the downtown Melbourne area, as well as, um, like, an apartment complex. So, that, that's pretty dope. Um, that's pretty dope. But, you know, influx of people. So, we got to do our part to make sure that, you know, the beach is clean and that everything is just spig and span. So, please, 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 um come out but now we just go on you know and this with a sleeper pick um so let me load this up all right we got um knowledge and anderson pack no worries uh this song is called it can believe me it's me and you to the end yeah so nice i don't even know how it feels anymore Say it what you want. 
Backwards, baby. <laughs>